Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Show us the edge, yes. the chip on the shoulders, the fight and the passion that comes from a thing. Trying to win on every level, yeah. Expectations high, gotta show 'em you can fly. Oh, oh, oh. Play harder, better, smarter, baby. Put the league on notice. Shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being in this episode of the Pelican Post Game Report. Much love to the flock Pelicans, man. Making it pop, man, and having a great win, man. We're coming at you kind of late on this episode of the Pelican Post Game Report, man. I'm Big Q. We got DC chiming in uh, on this stream, man. Big ups to the fam. Excellent win. Excellent win for the Pels tonight, man. Uh, all I can say, man, is that we handled the business tonight against the quality four in the Clippers. They played well on the road. Great defense. 
man. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, Maul. That's right. That's right, brother. That's that's how you drive. That's how you drive. That's let me see if I can find that, man. <laughs> What's the driving, boy? Yeah, that's how you drive, man. I'm gonna have to find that and play that one, man. Cause that's that's DC a a wire to wire finish, man. From start to finish, the Pelicans play a, a complete game, man. And then the great words of Will Smith. Now that's how you supposed to drive. From now on, that's how you drive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's how you drive. All right, so shout out to the fail, man. Pels, man. Great win, man. Great win by our Pelicans tonight, man. They showed out, man. Zion had some struggles, man, a little early, but he kept in there, man, and then we were able to get a solid win against the Clippers, man. I'm so proud of the Pelicans, man. Great win on the road. Great tone-setting win going into the season. The Pelicans improve. They get 30 wins, fam. 30 and 21 our Pelicans are. They're 15 and 11 on the road and getting a, a, a win against the Clippers in the building where you only have five losses. They play really well there, and the Pelicans went in there. Great defense. They played really solid defense. Uh, and so many people play great defense. Dyson Daniels was special. Love what he did tonight. Uh, how he played. Jose Alvarado came in there, gave us some 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 quality baskets. CJ McCullum was special. Just all around great, great contributions from our guys tonight, man. Getting it, making it happen. BI early on. And then later on, we had it. We got Zion cooking in there and he made it pop. So anyway, welcome to the stream, fam. Y'all hit the like button. Feel free to hit the subscribe button as well. PPR, we in here representing uh, with the Pelicans getting the W. So DC Lex, welcome on in. Y'all get uh, kind of share me with, share with me and the rest of the family. Maybe y'all thoughts on the Pelicans' quality win over the Clippers tonight. Well, uh, I thought it was a great team win, man. I I love the way they did it. They they were use they used their head, man. They paid attention to what the Clippers were doing. Um, Zion kind of set the tone early. Drawing a lot of attention, getting everybody involved, and uh, it just trickled down to everybody, man. They all, they all, they all made the right plays. Trey uh, rediscovered the arena he loves to play in. <laughs> you know, uh, he got hot early, man, and that kind of propelled us to get up to I think about seventeen point lead. And you know, the Clippers obviously gonna make a run and do their thing. Um, and the Pels, man, can just continue to execute. C.J. McCullough came on late. In that fourth quarter, um, after Zion started getting really aggressive and actually putting some points up on the board, he was in facilitator mode all night for most of the night. And then he, he turned it on, and uh, CJ got hot, man, and just, just pretty much closed out the game, man, with a lot of timely, uh, incredible shots and um, off of uh, great gravity from Big Z. And, you know, B.I. filled in and did his part as well, man. Uh, just an all all around great team victory, and as you you pointed out, Dice Dice played awesome. Um, Herb got a little banged up, looked like his injury might have been serious. He just needed a little bit of a break, and Dice stepped in, man, in like six minutes. He had like two steals, a couple of blocks. He didn't got a layup, and you know they 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 uh they showed you who they could be, who they can be, not could be, who they can be. Um, this is the Pels team. That uh gives all us the inspiration and uh to have us looking toward the future as far as them being something very special. 
because this Clippers team, man, was 26 and 5 or something like that. You know, they last 30 games. Just a second, DC. I'm gonna uh, give you back the full. Let's let's hear from Will again. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Wired a wired, um, high game plan, discipline game for us. I like the fact that we were aggressive. We were physical, um, and we we contested all their shots. We finished possessions. Um, they're a good team. They're one of the best in the league for a reason. They're sound defensively. They got a ton of guys that can come in and, and hurt you on the offensive side of the ball. So Herb was great. Dyson, B-I-Z, you know, across the board, J.B., C.J., Larry. And um, just a, like I told the team, this was a, a true character win against uh, a worthy opponent. I love his patience. You know, he he did a great job finding his teammates. He missed some easy buckets at the basket that um, he would normally make, but he just stayed with it. And eventually you could see him start to get into a, a bit of a rhythm in the second half, and we just continued to go to him. We did. We did and we do. Um, as we're figuring out our team, we're we're a, we're a really good offensive team to start games when we give the ball to Z, and then now Bi is getting open shots, CJ is getting open set shots, and they got to take them. And then as the game progresses, um, Brandon will get it, CJ will get it. They'll run some pick and roll. We'll run some sets for them, but Z does a great job of setting the table for us early. Was, was there something specific you guys saw that made you want to start leaning in that direction more? Yeah, it was it was harder for teams to help um, when he has the ball. You, you got to make some choices. Are you going to help off CJ? You're going to help off Brandon. You know, Herb is shooting the ball really well, and when he doesn't have it, they can they can clog the lane a bit more. Um, those are the things that we saw. Herb Dyson. Holding Kawhi and PG the way you guys did, just what did you see on that end that allowed you to be so successful? Those guys were um, dominant defensively, and, and that's what they're capable of doing. Uh, Dice and Herb switching screens, physical, blocking shots, igniting mm -hmm. our break. Um, two young perimeter players that defensively, they, they can pretty much guard anybody in the league, in my opinion. Does having kind of that uh, that chemistry with CJ that he's developed kind of make it even tougher to defend him when he's running the point guard to be able to, if you double him, find CJ the way he did a couple of times tonight? It's tough, man. It is tough. Um, when he drives with the force that he does, you know, the defense collapses and you got CJ, Trey, B.I., whomever else. And, you know, what we all love about Z is his ability to make the pass on time on target and is right in the pocket and guys are ready to load and shoot or they're shot faking, driving, we're respacing and we're playing from there. Say that again. The group has gotten a, a good amount of wins against top teams in the league this season. Uh, so I was wondering, what do you think that means in the grand scheme of things? It's a, it's a bit of a measuring stick. You know, you want to see 
how you match up with the best teams in the league and what you're capable of. And tonight uh, was a step in the right direction. It was a character win against one of the hottest teams in, in the league right now. Um, and the hope and goal for us is to build on this momentum. Not yet, not yet. No word on them um, other than contusion, I think. So we'll see. We'll see how he feels. And just just what were you thinking just seeing some of the effort plays that Herb made tonight, kind of the one where he sprinted back in transition yeah. and stole the ball, a couple of times where he sprinted to the corner when you guys were helping middle, uh, just the, the, the amount of effort he played with tonight. For sure. Herb was great. Um, when you're playing against the best teams in the league, it's, it's a multiple effort game. Who can get 50-50 balls? Who can dive on the floor? They were doing it. We were doing it. And when we come out on the winning side of that, it gives us opportunities to win games. And Herb, there's no quitting him. I don't care if he, you think he's out of the play, he's going to continue to to fight and try to do something to help make winning plays, and that's what he does. How do you go about formulating your game plan? Do you all start as a group together? Do you start individually and then get input from others? In terms of? Putting together your game plan. What like game tonight? plan? For, for, for the game? Matchup. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, we, we look at it as a group and we, you know, we'll have a, we'll have some coaches that's kind of leading the charge mm -hmm. and they, they lead us down, you know, different roads and we come together and decide, you know, this is the matchups, this is who guards whom and we, we watch film on it and study it. And at the end of the day in, in this league, you, you end up guarding everybody because it's, it's a lot of switches you know, defensively throughout the course of the game. Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't. I wasn't clear. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you. All right, Willie, man. All right. So, uh, fam, listen, this was fantastic. We're going to bring Lex in uh, momentarily, man. But I just wanted to run over some stat. I want to stat prattle right quick like Mickey does. Uh, but on, except coherently. Um, Pelicans, 53 Point four shooting from the field tonight. They were uh, thirty-seven and a half percent from downtown, but were really, really fun watching the Pelicans. They had thirty assists, and you know what? They how do you feel about thirty assists having that many? But thirteen steals tonight by the Pelicans. Thirteen steals, twenty to ten on fast break, and fifty-four to thirty-eight on the points in the paint by the Pelicans. They never, uh, never trailed in this game, and was a buy up as much as seventeen. So this was, like Willie said, and I said earlier, wire to wire against, I think record-wise, the best team in the West. I got the standings. Probably going to go to them momentarily. But let's let's hear from you, Lex. Uh, what do you think about tonight's win? This was fantastic. What, what are your thoughts? Um, Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, okay. I'm clear. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great uh, collective win. Um, just like the activity. Um, sure. I think, uh, one of the things that stick out is, uh, as far as with CJ, um, I think definitely, uh, when, he, when he's playing that true two and taking one, two or three dribbles towards the basket, there's a high probability that the ball's going to go in every single time. But I, I've just noticed that, you know, it, it makes the game a whole lot easier for him. And he's gonna get those those easy shots every single time. Uh, I think sometimes he goes away from that, but um, I think you know he kind of like 
started steering that way and really playing off of uh playing off of Zion, playing off of BI, and it helps out a whole lot. Um definitely like uh like the fact that um I think uh, the first play of the game, uh the Clippers the Clippers actually showed what they were gonna do, but they they doubled Zion and that really allowed allowed him to use his gravity to open up for his teammates and guys were knocking down shots, which was really great. Um, so that really got the team acclimated. And I mean, that's what you're supposed to do is um, get the, get, you know, everybody acclimated and, you know, second half, uh, he really, he really came on, you know, started being more aggressive on the offensive end. But um, like I said, in the chat, I, I actually like the fact that uh, he took on the assignment of guarding Kawhi. I thought that was really interesting because yeah. as much as Zion um, gets bad talked about his defense, that was, to me, that was like a huge honor, you know, to to be able to to guard. I mean, he's, he's up uh, in MVP talks, and he basically guarded him for most of the night. Um, I mean, there was like a few possessions where he didn't, but – he did a pretty solid job on him. So that was very nice to see. Um, Trey, I'm so glad he had a great night. I hope this is, you know, something that rolls over to the upcoming games. I, I hope this kind of breaks him out of his rut completely. Um, it was good to see that he made uh, four of his first five shots. Um yeah, three of those were threes, and and then he had a two, but it was it was great to see that because he really he really needed a game like this. Um, I think that first half was really was really just him. You know, I I was really happy for him, so um, I'm I'm really glad that he came out of that. Um, let's see here. Mm, oh. Herb loved his hustle on tonight. Dyson, uh, I'm glad that um, you know he he got. He, he, I loved his hustle and his defense on tonight, and you know he was looking for his offense. Uh, really got got out in transition. Uh, Herb, he was really on the attack mode, um, and just you know Herb being Herb, his uh, defensive prowess is is always uh, you know second to none. So. Uh, I really love their activity. Well, but yeah, everybody, everybody really came with it today. I mean, you really saw a game plan. Uh, still not in love with the rotations, but you know, um, you know, Will, Willie was fighting. <laughs> he 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 was fighting himself, and uh, you know, uh, as far as his uh, his tendencies. But uh, it was it was good to see you know that you know the game plan was really solid on tonight, um, and I'm glad you know uh, um, you know just the adjustments were made correctly um, for the most part. Yeah, Lex, uh, I got to give it to you, man. Uh, I, I mean, tonight, man, these, these this is what we talk about, like the Pelicans. You made mention of the. Zion Williamson taking a challenge against uh, Leonard. Mm -hmm. uh, the Pelicans have a quality win 
against, you know, watching a, a national crowd seeing the Pelicans perform. You know, and that's a bit of a change versus what we usually see. We'll play some of our other games, you know, and I, we do our thing. But when we get in front of the crowd, we have these letdowns. This kind of put the Pelicans on we the map. Got an opportunity on Friday. That's right. We got. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I hope they're thinking about that in season game. Yes. It's still on my mind. Well, we are. Uh, we, we, we played the Lakers uh, since the end season game, I think, and we beat them. Okay. Yeah. And we still yeah. mad. Okay, all right, all right. We, we still upset. <laughs> yeah, uh, we gonna use that and like like Jordan said, and I took that personally. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we need. I don't want to. I don't want this team to ever forget that game. Every time they play the Lakers, they need to think about that game. For real. Hey, well, that, you're right. Uh, I'm still kind of upset, I and mean, we did beat them by 20 points the last time we played nah, them. We still need to beat them by. What 60? I said 60, yeah. And it and, and to be honest with you, fam, we we the Lakers play tomorrow against the Denver Nuggets and then the Pelicans on Friday. So they have a back to back against the Nuggets and then the Pels that could bowl well for the Pelicans in LA. So I mean, listen, it, things are starting like DC. We talked about the pre-show about how things are finally starting to from a schedule standpoint, kind of going the Pelicans' favor. So I mean, we we just got to come with it against the uh, against the Lakers, uh, and represent and do what we supposed to do. Now, of course, we know the trade deadline is going to happen tomorrow, so we want to see what we look like after the fact. But you know, a few things shaking right there. But before we even get into any thoughts on that, uh, let's kind of move away. And this this I would love to stay on this Clippers game, man, for real. But just kind of late in the game. But uh, let's kind of run right into this Lakers matchup here. Lakers are winners of three in a row. Like I said, they have Denver uh, Thursday night, us on Friday night. Going to be a difficult one. But what do we need to do? We don't Obviously, we don't need no motivation to play against the Lakers after what they did in that first matchup. But, but y'all give me y'all takes on what it'll take for us to take uh, the Lakers down once again. Uh, Lex, uh, start with you. Oh, be pissed off. You know, um, Come in like you 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 got something to you got something to prove every single time. I mean, anytime you play the Lakers, I mean that's um, it's almost you know they're they're a popular team. You know, a lot of you know mainstream media love this team. Oh, is are you uh, you can go on the press play. All right, here we go. Home court and get a dove. Uh, it's big for us. Starting the game with the ball in your hands, double digit assist tonight. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, you know, my teammates would tell me to be more aggressive when it comes to scoring, but for me, I'm kind of just playing chess within the game, um, seeing how the defense is guarding me, and then I'm going to pick my spots. Yeah. Sorry, AD described you as playing with a forceful rhythm tonight, not just a rhythm. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. To, to your point, uh, what was that balance like of early? You are finding your teammates a lot, and then it was just a lot of scoring in the second half. You know, how did you decide, like, I'm going to pick my spots here and things like that? Uh, in the first half, uh, collectively, we were all hitting shots. Um, the team was hitting shots. Our Trey was hitting. Uh, B had it going. Um, a few of our role players really had it going. So there was no need for me to force scoring. But, uh, you know, coach kind of talked to me and B.I. about in those moments, you know, you got to know when to take the game over. 
So when I felt like it was that moment, I, I started being a lot more aggressive with scoring. Was that a, a combo y'all had halftime? Uh, just a combo we've kind of been having over time. Um, you know, coach always says he feels like me and B.R. are the best duo in the league, so. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If we really want to get there, we uh, got to know how to take games over. How how does your mindset kind of change when you look, kind of analyze the game and say, okay, I got to be more aggressive. I got to start scoring more. Uh, What are you kind of looking for in those moments? I mean, I think it's one of those kind of the odd tests and just, you feel it when you're watching the game and when you're on the court, you know, when there's about to be a momentum shift, um, you know, when the opposing team is about to try to make a run and you just got to do whatever you can to halt that and keep momentum on your side. Uh, you've told us, you know, a million times before that you, you love playing point guard. You've been training that way since you were young. But once the coaching staff came to you and said, OK, we want to start leaning into this more. We want to make this, you know, a primary part of our identity. I guess, what are you thinking after that conversation when they say, okay, it's time for us to really, you know, turn on the flip the switch for points on? Um, I'm glad that they trust me to do that because um, we have some good ball handlers on this team. So for them to trust me with that role does mean a lot. And, you know, they trust me to make the right decision, but they also trust me to be me when that time is right. So, like I said, uh, NBI just got to continue to get better. And those moments when it's just time to take the game over, but we got to execute it. How did you grow from that to actually respect the game, knowing when to pick your spots and what time to be aggressive and things of that nature? You know, you know, I know there are times where if you watch it, it feels like I'm not being aggressive, but that's not the case at all. My movements are aggressive. Y'all just, I may not score. I may get a open shot from my teammate and. Whether they're making it or not, the defense at some point has to respect that I'm making that pass. And when the game opens up, or like I said, when it's time to get to it, I'm, I'm going to get to it. You know, UNBI, you know, how important is that, you know, that that, that that collaboration with you guys, you know what I'm saying? Like just being two young, you know, guys in, in this league, you know, how important is that to have that type of player with you to, as you as you guys develop? I mean, it's amazing. Um Playing on the court with B.I., um, 
that dude's amazing. I mean, he he does a lot of stuff where it looks like a tough shot, but for him, that's just a another practice shot. Um, and we just kind of know when each of us is in a rhythm and it's like, nah, you got it. And some nice B will be like, nah, Z, you got it. Um, so yeah, our chemistry is growing because we've been playing on the court a lot more together. easier for you that you have CJ as that outlet. There was a few times where they sent the double, you kicked it to CJ and he hits the open three. Uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those uh, pick your poison. Um, I'll kind of tell CJ, Hawk, Trey, whoever it is on the court, stay right there. So they send a double team, then I'm going to make the right play and kick it out to my shooter. But if they stay on the shooter, then I can go one-on-one. You guys have a great night. All right. Shout out to Zion, man, putting that work tonight, man. Uh, like Willie gave him some credit, man, because Zion, to be honest with you, struggled early on, but he stayed with it, man. He stayed with it. And, um, man, B.I. was fantastic. Within the game, you heard him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He, man, let me tell you, bro, they was just, B.I. was fantastic, man. And then C.J., was doing his thing too. CJ hit some really game, some really back breaking shots that really took game. He go trade, he go trade, fam. Let's and, and you guys certainly handled your own business tonight. What was that matchup like for y'all and what got you going? Um, I would just say, let's start us at the tone. Herb Jones set the tone defensively, like he always does. And, you know, he makes it tough on their opposing guys. So um, I think it's really a credit to him. You know, we come in, our second unit, we're supposed to push the pace, you know, defend at a high level, and really just change the pace of the game. So I think when Herb sets a tone like that, it makes it a lot easier for us. The INZ had more assists than the rest of the team combined. When they're doing that, how does it open things up for y'all, and how important is it for everyone else to be ready for that? It was important because, you know, we watched the last game that we played against them, and the ball was a little stagnant. At times, especially when you play a team that switches through five with five good defenders out there, you know, it, it you don't really find like an advantage. So that's when it gets to one on one ISO ball. And tonight we didn't do that. We we just kept moving the ball. We kept getting into slips and different actions in order to, you know, throw off their throw off their switching. Urban Dyson, even by their own standards, seemed really disruptive tonight. Just what do you think about them as kind of a, a defensive duo? Uh, they're great. I mean, that's, that's just what they do on a nightly basis. They defend at a high level. And, um, you know, I'm definitely not surprised by it. But, um, you know, Dyson had four steals. That's tough. And two blocks. Six stocks right there. It's pretty impressive. I can't lie. Yeah, I mean, that Clippers team has as much offense as any team in the league. How locked in, how focused were you guys as a team just overall on the defensive end tonight? Everybody was really locked in. And once again, Herb Jones started it. He uh, He's an all-NBA defender. And... Um, you know, he, he sets the tone. Like I said earlier, he sets the tone for us. And, you know, we just try to follow along. It was cool. It was cool. Definitely. Um, I think it might have been the first time I hit consecutive threes in a row in a very long time. So, um, you know, I think all it is is really just continue to chop away at carry water. Just continue to stay within my routine, not get too high, not get too low. And understand, like, it's going to get back to where it's supposed to be. Um, I know I can shoot the ball with the best of them, so I'll get there eventually. Yeah, I just got to keep shooting. And what's it like just kind of seeing 
Zion kind of uh, read the defense and kind of figure out when he needs to make the pass, when he needs to be aggressive, kind of seeing, you know, him kind of process that information throughout the course of the game. No, it's great. I mean, you're seeing him take that superstar leap. You know, a lot of guys come into the league that are that have that power and that, you know, offensive prowess that they don't really have to pass too often. And they, they just, you know, get to their buckets and stuff like that. They make that offensive leap when they start getting their teammates involved because then guys have to be a lot closer to their man. So now you have a lot more space to attack. And so I think he's really figuring that out. He's starting to direct the offense. There's been a lot of times where he's told me, just go up high slot. Like he'll be in the middle of the play, like point me to the high slot because he knows they're not going to help as much. And if they do, it'll be a three. So you can just see his uh, maturation process as the season progresses. Was it important for y'all to have a, a game like this against a, a real championship contender when y'all kind of struggled in the last couple of times y'all saw a team at that level to perform the way y'all did tonight? No, absolutely. Um, playing number one team in the West, you got to get up for those games. And, you know, with our past history, um, haven't been too good with, you know, those teams that are above us at the time. So getting one of those wins definitely helped a lot. Appreciate y'all. Yo, the vocabulary in there today was great. <laughs> Shout out to Trey Murphy, man. Shout out to Trey. Shout out to Herb. Shout out to Dyson Daniels, CJ McCullum, Zion, the whole damn squad, man, representing tonight, man. They did a wonderful job. Alexa, back to you, then we'll go DC. Oh, shoot. I lost my train of thought, but um, what was the question? Look at, look at them notes. Look at them notes you got. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Okay, well I'll go go to my notes too. Oh, DC been holding that one, huh, man. Yo, man. Let's be coming with it. I ain't trying to throw no shots. No, but I, I, well, but, uh, I mean, we we stopped we stopped to uh, to watch the interview. So, what what was your question, uh, BQ? We was talking about the preview for the upcoming Lakers game. You know. Oh, and, uh, okay. Right. Thank you. I appreciate trying it. to be messy. <clears throat> DC, like, trying to be special. I'm trying to sweeten you know the pot, saying? DC. Just cut it out. Sweeten the pot. Hey, that's you with all that sugar, bro. You cook with sugar. <laughs> I don't do that. Uh, but, yeah, um, yeah. anytime you play the Lakers, you, you got to come with it. Um, I, I want them to be focused just like they were in this game and more because uh, this is uh, four games, uh, four wins in a row. Uh, like to definitely make it five, but not just five. It's like not having a, a drop off, you know, coming uh, into the game with a lot of energy, uh, match the intensity. I don't care that the fact that they're playing Denver uh, the night before, I don't care about that. You need to step on their necks, step on the gas, keep your foot on the gas, and you know really go in on this team like you have a vendetta against them um we need to start playing like at a higher level and i think um by showing how they come out in this game is really going to contribute to how consistent this team can be you know you beat the number one team, even the even if they were the number one team just for 24 hours, it still doesn't matter. The Clippers have been playing well. Um, they've um like their their record since December 5th is ridiculous. Like these guys have really found themselves. And so we beat a really good team, but it doesn't stop here. 
Like you have to bring the same type of intensity and mindset to any team that you face, you know, whether it's a lower tier team, a mid-level team, or just, you know, uh, another high, um, a high seated team. But uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is definitely something to help build the consistency and just uh, they'll continue to play at a high level. You know, like tonight was a good night to go off of because we went from, you know, beating the uh, the Toronto Raptors, came with the, came in with a strong uh, mindset, strong game plan, beat the Clippers. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Like, why not? Like, it's time to put this thing together. And this is what we've been waiting for. So I hope it doesn't stop at four wins in a row, but – I think the biggest thing for me is just having that consistent play and not having a drop off at all. Indeed. Uh, DC, uh, what do you think, bro? Man, I think the Pels uh, are on the right track. Um, Four game winning streak, right? Um, They just beat the number one team in our conference. Um, They beat the previous number one team in our conference Mm -hmm. in the Timberwolves. on ESPN, they said it's because they're coming off a long road trip. But, you know, when we come off a long road trip, that shit don't matter. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of them right now, man. Uh, they're sitting sixth in the standings. You saw Willie making adjustments. You know, Willie and the fam making adjustments tonight, man, and reacting to what was going on. But I do understand that uh, Willie Green has, I believe, spent some time around Ty Lue. He always coaches well against him for some reason. But um, going against the Lakers, man, this is another challenge. We, we've we had a lot of these Lakers games where we uh, we didn't show up, and then we had other ones where we do and drop the ball at the end of the game. Uh, one such player is on our team that caused us the L from the Lakers and Mr. Matt Ryan. Would have been nice to see him play tonight, but um, hopefully I guess we got to wait. Um. I think the Pelicans' main thing, though, is what we're seeing with Zion and B.I. I'm seeing more and more and more um, of those guys playing together, creating plays for one another, starting to play more off of each other. Um, Along with mixing C.J. in that mix, man, uh, who was it? Uh, I think the previous game with that when B.I. had 41. Beautiful pass he had to CJ, man. CJ caught the ball while he was still moving. Like, the pass went the perfect spot. Pull up, bam. CJ, number one in the league, and pull up threes. You know, um, they got a lot of things going right. We played tenacious defense. But Achilles' heel is still rim protection. And that brings, that brings us to the Los Angeles Lakers. What are we going to do? To slow down AD, we are the team where he formerly played. You know, he always plays us with a vendetta. You know, uh, we call him Mr. Glass and all the stuff about him being injured. And those things are true and, and very funny. You know, uh, what they call him, uh, what uh, Charles Barkley call that boy, man? Street Clothes Davis. Street Clothes Davis. <laughs> they had another acronym for AD and all of that. Day-to-day Davis, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But 
when he's out there, man, the, the dude is a problem. And, and we know LeBron presents a whole nother challenge as well. Um, they're on a three-game winning streak. Like Lex said, they're, they're coming off of playing the, the reigning champs. But ain't none of that going to matter. They always get up to play the Pell. So will we rise up to the challenge? Will we remember that 40-point ass we took in the in-season tournament and um, show up? But I think if we can see any variation of what we saw tonight, because that game when Zion hit the hit the game winner against the Spurs, I thought that was a light bulb moment for him. And I'm hoping that the 41 point game for BI was a light bulb moment of shooting more threes. And if those two things are true, man, um, I think we might be finally witnessing them kind of turn that corner to them uh, beating teams that they're supposed to beat. And at the very least, showing up and competing against the top teams in the league. Playing the top teams in the league, obviously you're not going to win all them games. But there's no excuse to show up and, and lose by 20. You know, um, that can't happen. And I don't think that'll happen with the Lakers. But we got our work cut out for us with them because in order to beat the Lakers, man, we got to find find a way to slow down AD. We cannot let them dominate the paint, man. You already know going into this game, the foul calls are going to the Lakers. We, we know this. Um, I see the mentality of the Pels. They try to get the whistle. They argue with the ref. They're kind of finding that balance of not arguing too much and playing their game and playing through the contact and still making shots, even though we all know they get fouled. There ain't no way in hell B.I. should have had one damn free throw tonight. Come on, man. You know, uh, Zion, they definitely always leave a lot on the table for him. But we still finding ways to play through that so that they're adjusting. Now, this Lakers game, this, this is going to be a whole other dynamic, man, because, you know, Lakers, it ain't nothing for them to get 30, 34 three, uh, free throws, you know. So if it's one of those nights, what, what you going to do then? So the main thing, I think they got to guard the paint, man. Um, Big V might be banged up. And Larry wasn't doing a great job of that tonight, in my opinion, in the, in the second half. So we really got to have a good game plan, man, to cover up our deficiencies there. Um, but looking at it, Anthony Davis is day-to-day, and so is LeBron day-to-day. But we we know goddamn well LeBron ain't. <laughs> we we going to fall for this? LeBron be listed as yeah. out. And they they, they do this all the time. They do this every single game. It's crazy, right? So I don't understand both, why they do that. Well, I guess in case they want to rest them, so they just got a rolling injury already in the cuff, you know. So they could take time off from work whenever they want because they got injuries on deck. But uh, we got to find a way to stop AD, man. We can't allow him. To eat on the inside, we got to make him, force him to be a jump shooter. You know, when he falls in love with his jump shot and it ain't falling, that's that's the recipe, you know, to solve solve the problem that is him. But what you going to do with LeBron? LeBron, you you got to limit that as much as you can. Um, similar, I guess, track record, but you damn near got to build a wall for him like you do Zion because once he get ahead of steam, you know, it's, it's insane. So 
Um, if we can force them to allow more jump shots, man, and, and guard the paint, take care of that area, I think we get this game. Yeah, D.C., four-game winning streak for the Pelicans heading to this matchup on Friday uh, against the Lakers. Like we said, they'll be on the back-to-back. They have Denver tomorrow, then the Pelicans on Friday. And <laughs> Pelicans, if the Pelicans bring their A game, man, and play with some semblance of what they did tonight, they could get the win. It's not, you know, unbelievable unbelievable that they can't beat the Lakers. The Lakers are not world beaters. They've, they've won three in a row. And they've been looking pretty solid as of late, but they're they're a beatable team, especially how the Pelicans have been playing. If we can kind of just take what we have here and manufacture and bring most of this stuff that we played with tonight into that game, we can very well beat them. And then we have Portland and then Memphis after that. So the Pelicans at the end of the day, they could push this streak up to seven, seven games before they come back home against the what is it, the Wizards? Yeah. So, so we, I'm still shooting for 10, uh, big Q. Hey, hey, I'm with you, Lex. That's a solid. That's number. what I said on the last show. I'm like, why not? It's why not? We got to have an all star break before that, Lex. Oh, shit. Well, well, right. I, I mean, still, though, I mean, it's, gonna be it's, time, it's time It's time to lock it up, man. You know, it's time to, you know, it's, it's been stagnant for a long time, you know, for most of the okay. season. Just really trying to elevate. We got to elevate, man. Cause so, uh, so we got to spread our wings and fly, right? You you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel your one love, man. There you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just saying the Pelicans got to take off, man. And maybe we just swoop down and get some. I mean, yeah, because we got to like. Yeah, we got to grow, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, look. We we don't need to make this team a secret. You know Shout what I'm out saying? Chico. Yeah, we, because we, he go, we, he don't we don't see us lose another game before the All Star break. Very okay. well said. Wait, go ahead. I'm sorry, Lex. Oh, no, nah, I was just saying like we we don't we don't need to. Uh, we're not the Pels are not a secret, and we don't need to act like that. This team is a secret. Like we need to break out like and and make statements, man. You know. I mean, we don't need to wait because showing showing our the consistency consistency in regular season, it, it it allows people to be like, oh man, you know, not just a, a sleeper, but man, this Pelicans team don't nobody ain't nobody gonna want to face this Pelicans team. Mm-hmm. If they can start showing that, hey, you know, we got to take these guys seriously because they coming. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just, I just don't like that secret stuff. It seems like, oh no, we don't. We're not ready to break out just yet. No, come on, let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fans have been waiting for this. You know, I mean, everybody's healthy. We can't keep keep saying that everybody is healthy, and and you know, it's like, okay, well, why don't we look like we're healthy? You know what I'm saying? So, just, just trying to ele- try, time to elevate. And get things going, you know, like like we're really making progress in things. Right, man. I'm yep. tired of them referring to us as a lazy boy. We ain't no goddamn sleeper. Man, ESPN was disrespecting, man. Not be sleepers no more, but to 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 you know, etching in stone. You're right, Lex. We got to make a statement and um, 
I think the Pels have actually made a lot of statements. You know, we we've broken franchise mm-hmm. records this year. Uh, we blow out, blowed out. No, probably I'm has some of the most blowouts. The lead, though, you know what I'm no, saying? No, no, no. I know, but the only way you make a statement during the during the regular season is to go on a long winning streak, similar to yeah. what the Clippers did. You know, they won almost what yeah. 15 games or so in a row. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And they got everybody's attention. Uh, we we got to do the same thing. Uh, four games ain't enough. You know, uh, beating one tough opponent or contending opponent isn't enough. You got to do it what, Lex? What's the, what's the C word? Oh, consistently, my there brother. You go. There you go. <laughs> so um, if the pals can go ahead and dis- and discover that, you know, we're, we're well on our way. And I think it's a perfect time because my whole theory, I thought they probably would lose this game, to be honest, but very, very happy that they won it. More encouraged that they can get the Lakers game too. And if they get those, there's no way in hell they lose to Washington. So um, I think it would be a perfect time to maybe go on that streak because you'll have what uh, they'll put you at six-game winning streak, and um, you'll go into the break. And the Pels, for some strange reason, man, I think they're going <laughs> to play very well coming out of the All-Star break. I think they might get a chance to install more things. Uh, there's no lag with, with them playing an all-star game, right? We ain't got nobody in an all-star game. So they, they got they break, they weekend, they whole time to try to um figure out ways to get better. And I think it'll it'll benefit us. Um uh, Willie Green will make all his adjustments, you know, those those ten ten game adjustments. You know, they they got a a lot of time to look at look at some film and figure out some more things. I know I'm I'm stepping out on a limb. I don't want to say I hope. You know, I'm I'm in remission of that. No longer doing hopium. But after the break, I I believe I think you we'll say you're no it. longer doing hopium, DC. What are you doing? Hey, let me finish. Okay, I, I think he's doing love. We would <laughs> we would <will> see more. 
Jordan Hawkins. Um, Will we? The way we did with Trey. <laughs> oh! Or Ray Allen didn't play tonight. You can throw in. You didn't didn't want Steph to go off. Or you could throw in Matt Ryan. Um, Hold him back. Hold Clay back. One of those those guys definitely get some more minutes. And I think that's the key, man, figuring out the rotations. They kind of got a little bit of what they want to do, the way they're starting to scheme things up. Um, successfully putting the ball in Zion and B.I.'s hands and limiting the turnovers by having them prepared for the, the pressure they're getting with those double teams, man. So very encouraged by what I saw tonight, looking for them to see them build on it, man, and um, do more with it, expand it, and, you know, uh, maybe getting some more shooting out there at times to make it a little easier. All right. Thank you, D.C. Appreciate that, brother. You're not watching me sound sarcastic when you said it. Go on. All right. So, anyway, let's move on to this right here, fam. A little trade uh, news here for Wednesday. They have three trades, not really big trades to speak about. We know the deadline is tomorrow. Um, We have some questionable things that might happen with some of the players. Uh, You know, Big V's one of the guys. uh, He got hurt tonight. we know Najee had a uh, – he didn't play because of an, a back issue that was reported prior to the game, four hours prior to the game. Yeah, about an hour or so prior to the game. But this is some of the deals that happened today. Minnesota traded Shake Milton, Troy Brown Jr., and one second-round pick to Detroit for Monty Morris, the point guard. Boston got involved with it. They traded Lamar Stevens, a 2027 second-round pick via Atlanta, and a 2030 second-round pick via Dallas to the Grizzlies for Xavier Tillman. The Jazz traded Simone Fat. What's his name? How you pronounce that? Fatachio. That's the guy that Fantasio. There you go. Thank you, Lex. To, uh, to the Detroit Pistons for the 2020. What boy? What did he do to deserve that for the 2024 second round pick via Washington? Kevin Knox. Boy, what a bust that guy has been in draft rights <laughs> to the 2022 <laughs> second round pick. Proceda. Gabriel Proceda. So, yeah, boy, Kevin Knox, man, they had high uh, thoughts about him being really good in the league, almost similar to D.C.'s Cam Reddish, but ultimately at least Cam. It was high having them thoughts. That's what it was. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. All right. D.C., before we uh, go uh, into the the rest of the trade uh, news, uh, what are your thoughts on Cam Reddish during the season? I I, I wanted to ask you that. What you thought about Cam Reddish's play during the season? I know that's one of your favorite players in the NBA. No comment. Okay. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Oh, oh can I have a chance to? Yes, yes. Let's <laughs> please. <laughs> All right. Well, um, definitely, um, you know, Cam's defense is what is has allowed him to stay afloat in the league. Um, I mean – Obviously, offensively, it's not the greatest, but by him playing with a guy like LeBron and LeBron trusting him to take, you know, last-second shots or things like that, you know, it's really boosted his confidence. But definitely uh, defensively, uh, you know, he's really showed, you know, promise there, and that may be the very thing that keeps him in the league. But still, just consistently – from an offensive standpoint, 
um, it'll keep him cheap. So. I think he'll be out on this game, Lex. He ain't play. I don't think he played the last game, and uh, they saying the stats of this game. I don't think he played the last game against the Pelicans, and they saying he might be out on, on this game. But then again, we'll see uh, for the Pelicans because yeah, you're right. His defense, he has been playing a lot better for them. But that's DC's one of DC's favorite players. Man, he loves Cam Reddish. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, Cam Reddish, man. Like the dude is actually nice. I don't. I don't understand why he's not. You see, playing um, to uh, um, I don't think BQ like what you're saying. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm saying like it's just weird. Like I don't, I don't understand where his game went. Like you know, um, Anthony Edwards. Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards gave Cam Reddish a lot of props. He said that, that they asked him. Um, I want to say. They asked him in high school, who is who is the most uh, talented person that you played against? He said, Cam. He said, man, that dude gave me problems. He gave he our was... whole squad problems. Uh, Lex, like, so he ain't mean Cam Whitmore? No. Okay. I'm just joking. Jo- you know, it's a lot oh, of Cam. Yeah, so funny. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you are so funny. You know we talking about Cam Reddish. But, I mean, he. I was actually shocked that, you know, he said him because, you know, the way you – Looking at Cam Reddish right now, you wouldn't think that it's like, are you sure? Because I think a lot of people were kind of shocked that he said that. But I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what's going on with this game, man. Because I mean, the dude has, I mean, he does have a nice game. I sometimes I think it might be his confidence that's killing him right now. I mean, he's just really short of the the confidence part. Yeah, that's that that's a part of it. Cause yeah, he I, I messed with DC, but Cam Reddish was a good prospect coming out of college, man. He he was a baller, man, and it just like you said, that confidence is a big part of the game and scheme too. You know, depending on where he goes and what they're willing to do, you know, in terms of bringing out whatever they need him to do. Obviously, the Lakers using him more for his size and defensive ability, but his offensive game has always been there. So I often mess with DC about that, but you know, he, I got my picks and chooses too. Like Cam Whitmore, that's one of the guys that I like, and several other guys that we pick when we do our draft shows so anyway let's let's move into this talk right here uh jake fisher you know was, uh, was talking about the pelicans and he kind of threw out something uh that indeed conversation between new orleans and atlanta this week sources said but i've been told that any deal that would bring jo- john tim murray to the pelicans ends up isn't particularly close to a finish line and they were talking about um the pelicans and the rumors circulating around the pelicans inquiring about DeJonta Murray. Now, this was something we talked about. I don't know how long ago it was when we started. I don't know. It was late last year. And this was an idea. I got to give credit to DC. DC threw this one out here about DeJonta Murray. And uh, and I guess it took wings, man, and, and, and flew. So uh, we'll talk about that. And uh, let's talk about that. And, of course, the upcoming thoughts on what could happen for the trade deadline. Uh, DC? Um. The initial thing I, I proposed was DeJounte Murray and um I guess a combination of uh Big V. You you start looking at guys like would you wanna bring on Clint Capella? You know, um and you still can get an additional player with those two guys. Or you just bust it down to you keep Big V because that's what we uh 
we all wanted to do, right? It's like, how can you improve this team with Big V and improve that starting lineup? Um, it would be to move on to CJ McCullough, move on from CJ McCullough and with DeJounte Murray. There is negatives to that, though. So it's like, yeah, it obviously would impede you right now. I don't think at this current state right now, since I made that statement to right now, getting DeJounte Murray and giving up CJ McCullough. I don't think it makes us a better team immediately right now. Um, but looking at the way the money shakes out, it ensures that we can keep everybody together, um, including Big V, Trey, Herb. Probably could even keep Najee at that point if you did that. So if you want to keep the team together, not a uh, – Move any of your core, including, you know, a lot of your role players. You could do that. DeJounte Murray would definitely bring more facilitation. Um, he's also a solid three-point shooter. I think him being a bad defender is a little bit skewed because he's playing on Atlanta. And if if you just go look at Atlanta's defensive statistics, since Trey Young has got there, they, they're all horrible <laughs> without DeJounte Murray. So... Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Um, is his lack of defense a lot to do with system they playing in? But you got somebody who's what, I think five or six years younger. He's making half the money, and you got him on that contract for three years. So definitely think it could be something the Pelicans are entertaining doing. As well as if you're really being honest, um, they could get Dejounte Murray without even giving up CJ McCullough. But that requires you to give up, uh, obviously Big V. And maybe somebody like Najee and another player or Dice. And more importantly, you know they're going to want picks. So we don't have a problem in that department. But I don't know, man. I don't think the Pels are going to pull the trigger on this one. I would be a little shocked if I saw them do that. But I think moving to the future, this could actually be something that that'll work out very well. But just like when we got um, CJ, it's still you know it's like a learning period, man. I think it'll set you back in the current from the um, the way you're playing. But who knows, man? It could figure it out quickly. But you got a dude who's you know six five, very tenacious on D. You have him out there with Herb Jones. Uh, as first off, so you don't give up dice. Could you imagine him dicing her? You know, you got a dude who actually has offense 
but can can be very tenacious defensively as well. So I think it's a good guy to look at, and they they really just trying to give him away for nothing. Seems like then just trying to get rid of. Him. Um, not having the best year, but I mean he he's in Atlanta, man. Um, to me, Trey Young is, I guess, kind of similar in a way to Luka Doncic in. You know, they kind of limit other guys that have, uh, I guess, skill sets at least remotely close to theirs. Look what Jalen Brunson did when he got from up under Luka. You know, um, trying to think who, who else went to Atlanta. I know I'm missing somebody that was that was with Atlanta and got from over there and played pretty solid. So I think DeJounte Murray could easily revert back to – what he did with the Spurs, but my only, I guess, knock on him or have me looking at it like, mm, is just him off ball, man. Uh, what we would lose that we've been able to get with uh with CJ the way he's playing off ball, man. But I, I definitely like Dejounte Murray, and I think for the future of the Pelicans franchise, this would be somebody you would want to get if you could get him without giving up too much. Yeah, that's a wonderful idea, DC. I don't know if it'll work. I know they just this is just them inquiring about what they want for him. But I mean, he's he's fantastic, man. I mean, he runs the he'll run the he he plays both guard positions. He he operates as a oh point guard. He could distribute the ball over five assists and his best some of his best. I think what was it for? He doing that with Trey Young too, five assists, man. With Trey Young, right? I mean, when he was uh, right, one right exactly. And one of his better years, DC with the Spurs, he was averaging over seven assists, seven point one to be precise. And he's shooting right now, uh, thirty-seven percent flat uh, for Atlanta. You know, it's not setting the world on fire, but it's actually, you know, but but like I said, he's a big uh, guard that can play the positions, and uh, it definitely makes the Pelicans a very interesting unit. But let's talk big man. Let's go to the big man side of things. That seems where the Pelicans want to reside. Um, Let's get some calls on that. Lex, you know, tell me what you think about it. For you feel right now uh, with Valachunas right now. Um, and I had this discussion with uh, my father uh, the other day. Uh, he was t- We were talking about the Valachunas and, and there is nothing going on in terms of them looking to sign him that we've heard from unless they're keeping it under wraps. But, of course, we know most people want Val to stay because he's he's played really well, but the Pelicans haven't exhibited that. So give me your thoughts on which big man that you think the Pelicans have. I heard somebody throughout, I think Fisher threw out something about uh, Isaiah Stewart, but I think Isaiah Stewart is hurt right now. I'm going to have to look that up, but but what are you thinking on uh, some of this trade news? That's a little big man right there. Yes, he understands. Well, like I was saying, I mean, to trade JV, it's going to be a huge opportunity cost. I don't think a lot of people are thinking about the give and take. Like, yes, we'll, you know, if we do trade him, we'll get a defensive, you know, shot blocker, a guy who runs the floor very well. But if you think about it, you know, for everybody who talks about JV taking up the paint, um, well, the paint's going to be taken up even more (laughs) because you're losing the shooting. You're losing uh, 15, 20, and even from uh, 30 from uh, Jonas, which is what he provides. Um, I've, I've said many a times that, like, it depends on how you use JV. 
JV's a, I mean, he's actually been used more correct, you know, this season than any of the, in, in all the years that we've had him here. And it's kind of weird how all of a sudden, you know, uh, the Pels are using him correctly and he's up on the trading block. You got to get rid but, of him. Uh, huh? I say you're using him right now. You got to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is that, is that what we're doing with some other people? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I, I, Isaiah Stewart isn't 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 that guy for me. Um, if anybody, I know a, a lot of people were interested in uh, Nick Claxton. I mean, I, I've heard that name consistently for for some years now, um, but he's actually he's been made available for trade. Um, like I said on last show, and uh, he's making like eight million right now. But well, obviously, he's, right? yeah, yeah, he's hoping for that, for that type of, and I, I think maybe, maybe another reason why the Pels want to get rid of JV or or trade him is because of the age, you know, getting, um, you know, just uh, you know, because uh, having youth, you know, in any position is uh, is a big deal. So, um, but I think. I really think Claxton will probably be feasible if that trade does go through. Um, I think uh, I did want to say uh, on uh, DeJounte real quick is that uh, I think uh, in the system, in that system with Atlanta, um, it's really, it's really different and kind of in a lot of ways, it's similar to how when um, John Collins was there, um, John Collins, he actually, he was improving his game, but like you were saying, uh, DC, I think Trey young, because he's just so ball dominant, you know, it kind of dumbs other players down who are really trying to have an impact on the game. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of like what happened. Um, because, uh, John Collins was getting his shot together, but you know, you got to think. When DeJounte was with the Spurs, he was handling the rock. He was running point. And he gave the Pels problems. Like, yeah. you know, he was that guy distributing basically what, you know, kind of like what Trey was doing. But if uh, if we did trade for him, I think he would actually have the opportunity to run point because, you know, to, to have a little bit of um, – you know, what he did with the Spurs, but at the same time, he could definitely play off ball. So, you know, because obviously the point Zion, it it, it really works. And I think um, having opportunities to play the two and the one, because that's what they're doing anyway. You know, uh, we see a lot of our players right now handling the rock. It's not just point Zion. And so, he would actually have that opportunity because that's been the whole game plan, like all season. So uh, I don't know. I think uh, if we going back to uh, the big, I just want to point that out, but going back to the bigs, I, you know, would want to get some height, you know, that small ball type 
big man. I'm not a, I mean, we already have Larry Nance. Now, unless we're giving up Larry Nance for, for somebody. I mean, I, um, Stewart, uh, I think uh, you probably would have to swap Nance. Yeah. So if we did that, I wouldn't, I would want to get high. You can't teach height, man. You really can't. Um, and not only that, I mean, if you if you look at what uh, the Celtics just did, they just picked up Xavier uh, Tillman. Well, guess what? They recognized a problem when the Pales were playing them. What problem was that? They were getting beat up down low. That's the only <laughs> the only reason why we didn't win that game is because we didn't continue to go down low. They, they they couldn't do anything with the pills. So they went out and got a big man. You know what I'm saying? Legitimate, you know, to beef up their their um their front court. And that was a really good move. That was a really good move because they didn't need a big time, you know, big man. You know what I'm saying? They just needed someone who was solid enough to hold their own down there. But um you know, we just, I don't know. We just got to, I really, I really like JV, man. I, I really do. I like to keep him. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But um, if they've already made up their mind, which it really sounds like they have, but we won't know until tomorrow, right? <laughs> so, well, right. not necessarily. You're talking about the Pelicans here, bro. We could very <laughs> well not trade JV and then still not sign him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. but I mean, the thing is, then, then you're the losing out because there haven't been any talks as far as keeping them, right? Exactly. This is, this is true, but um, it's he he did get injured tonight. Don't know that's how what significant the injury is. So right. maybe that's you know something that'll nix the whole trade talk all together. And hopefully it ain't okay. nothing serious. But DC, even it if he was even if he was involved in trade talk, why and if they had a deal set for uh why would, why would he be playing? 
Right. So, you know, something well, else. Maybe is- to keep, you know, because I, I think whatever, whatever, if the Pels do anything, I think they're kind of trying to keep things on the low. If you're sitting him down, it's going to be obvious to everyone. I don't think they want that on everybody's mind. So, you you know, to mask it, you know, keep playing them. Like so you was, normally- was it a fake injury in, in the second half, maybe? Good point, Todd. No. Todd said Steven Adams got traded while he was hurt. That is true. Yeah. True. But yeah. I mean, he was traded for another hurt player. So, <laughs> and Victor Alady, I'm just keeping things in perspective. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, my player's hurt. Your player's hurt. What do you have to lose? All right. Well, I'll take your hurt player. And, you know, you take our hurt player and uh, uh, call it even. It's crazy. That's definitely weird how they did that. But yeah. Memphis definitely won that because they had got uh two uh second round picks. But uh Memphis has been racking up on uh picks though. Cause they're trying to um you know, a lot of their guys they're I mean they hurt. That seems I mean, they're dealing with some of the same things that you know the Pales have been dealing with for years. Right. That bug went and bit, bit their ass because I remember uh we were having suffering for this suffering with that for the last several years and whatever we had and left us and went over there and started messing with them. Cause uh, they have like several players. That's, I mean, really some of their foundational pieces are just, just hurt. And they're just trying to they're piece and team together to try to compete for the rest of the season. But we know what time it is with Memphis, man, this has just been a rough year and, and we just got to keep smacking them. We got them on the, uh, a few games anyway to be able to knock them around. So yes, indeed. Yeah. We just got to stay uh healthy moving forward. But uh, Lex, I do like the idea of Nick Claxton. I don't know if the Pelicans were involved in um looking at Nick Claxton or even l- looking in this direction. I know they talked about Isaiah Stewart. They talked about uh, uh Jared Allen from Cleveland. They talked about um uh the the Wendell Carter Jr. There was rumors circulating around him, and there was another one I want to say that uh, yeah, Nick Claxton's been their guy the whole time, man. They talked perhaps. about Mikael Bridges. You know, maybe that's why that was up. Yeah, they did mention Mc- you, you did, Yeah, y'all did say that. Yeah. That, was Lex- that was all Lexa. I-, I brought in the Claxton part, but Lexa. Uh, that's right. Lexa did not get the detective. I was like, man, what if what if this <laughs> Claxton? Thanks. Hey. Detective right there, man. Yeah, Detective Lexa came up with a big one right there, man. I mean, um, I don't know, man. Uh the Claxton thing would be interesting. Pelicans obviously don't have a problem paying 20 million a year. I think in the rumors is that's what Valachunas is aiming his contract around. He wants that right now. He's making what 15? So he yeah. wants he's he he's aiming around that 20 million uh number. How, how, how are we gonna pay? 20 million a year, then pay BI what he's getting, and then eventually extend trade. That's why we can't keep everybody. Something got to shake, bro. Yeah. I mean, somebody, and and we keep going back to that because somebody's got to go. They're not, Gail Gail Benson is not about to pay pay all these guys. You know what I mean? I don't think think a lot of people are going to pay these new luxury taxes because. The implications yeah. and those fees, they're going up. So I 
I don't think a lot of teams are going to be looking to pay the luxury tax. So I don't think it's just the Pels with that. And then you can't you can't forget about Trey because I know he hasn't been playing well, but in this second half, it's not too late. It's not too mm-hmm. late for him. And, you know, he's still young. Plus, he's going to be – he's going to be – whatever they offer Trey, it's going to be cheaper. It, he, his, his contract is going to be way more manageable than, than Jonas – or or bi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's they trade is be around uh maybe a hundred flat. You see, uh, uh you're saying less like 80, 75? I mean, I'm not I'm not sure. I mean, I think because what if if they don't if they don't come up with a contract with him, he would be a restricted uh free agent, right? Yeah. So does that mean now? Does that mean that uh, another team uh, they could offer him something, and then New Orleans would have a chance to match it? Yeah, that's usually what restricted means. Okay, I just wanted to be sure because sometimes I get the uh, you know definitions uh, mixed up there. This is twenty five. Uh, I'm skipping ahead here. I'm looking. This is what I got on twenty five in terms of. Um, be dealing with in terms of free agency for the Pelicans 2025. You see B.I. at the top with Larry Nance, unrestricted free agent, Bird, you know, the Bird rights. You got Dyson up there with the club, you know, the club now, tag. How, how does the Bird rights work? You know, I, I, I get mixed up with that. Damn, they're on the Bird rights. and I think uh, once you lose them, you're entitled to do you get something back? Like if you actually lose them, or you uh, you can sign them back under that same contract. With the bird, hold on, uh, hold on. If I'm not mistaken. Okay, qualifying veteran free agent exception, aka the bird exception. A team may re-sign its own free agent to a contract with a first year salary up to the maximum player salary if. He played for the team for some or all of each of the prior three consecutive seasons, or if he changed teams, he did so, or he did so by trade. Now, hold on. Let me, let me open that article up. Oh, I shouldn't have shared that with y'all. Hold on. So everybody can be very clear on that. Uh, hold on here. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up again. Damn it. I lost it. Damn you, DC. Hold on here. <laughs> Damn you, DC. Hold on, bro. You see, all you got to do is just respond with one love, man. Uh, I ain't got no more love in my heart right now. Oh, dang. All I got is sleep in my heart. <laughs> that sounds like a song right there. Sleep in my heart. No, you can't sing. <laughs> Play his damn guitar. Uh, oh, my piece that fell asleep. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. There you go. <laughs> All right. I got it on. I done lost the damn thing. Hold on. I'm going to have to back up out of it, fam. I, I had it. and I just lost it. DC said falling asleep. But anyway, here, here's a, a, a quick breakdown of it. Qualifying veteran free agent exception, a.k.a. Bird exception. A team may re-sign its own free agent to a contract with a first-year salary up to the maximum player salary if he played for the team 
foursome uh, all of each of the prior three consecutive seasons, or if he changed teams, he'd do so by trade or, and then I click this for, and this is coming directly from the NBA website. Okay. And there it is 11 types of salary cap exceptions that are viable to NBA teams. These exceptions allow teams to exceed the salary cap. And as our following qualified veteran free agent exception, here it is. Uh, he changes teams or he 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 do so by trade or by assignment via the NBA's waiver procedures during the first year of the three seasons. So I don't know if that cleared up anything, but good, you know. But you may a team may resign his own free agent to a contract with a first year salary up to the maximum player salary if he played for the team for some of all of the three prior consecutive three consecutive seasons. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's, it sounds like basically what I was thinking it was. Like, um, you can, you have a, a chance to sign that player back. Uh, sounds like ducking the tax implications for at least that one year or something. Because they say you can sign. Well, that's that's account. a different DC that you talking about the early bird, the early bird uh, exception, okay. which is a teammate signed its own free agent to a contract with a first year salary up to the to the greater of 175% of the, the player's salary in the last season of his, of his prior contract. Then they got a B exception here. That I mean, a B part of that uh, paragraph is 105% of the average salary for the prior season. If he played for the team for some or all of each of the prior two consecutive seasons, or if he changed teams, he did so by trade or by assignment via the NBA's waiver procedures. A contract signed using the early bird exception must be at least two seasons, not including any option year. Mm-hmm. And it's the nine bird, which a team may resign its own free agent who is neither a bird nor an early bird player to a contract with a first year salary up to greater of 120% of the player's salary in the last season of its prior contract. 120% of the player's applicable minimum salary for the current season or C if the player is restricted free agent, his qualifying offer amount. So bird exception, early bird and nine bird. Those three exceptions. And of course they go to the other stuff here, DC, you know, we use it to get biannual and all this other kind of stuff. We're not going to get into all that right now, but yes. But anyway, uh, Tomorrow is the day, man, where we'll be able to see exactly what's going on with what our squad going into the future. And of course, yeah, we talk about BI. We talk about uh, in the 2025 year, we know it's basically Jonas's time. We want to see what's going on with that uh, and where that ends up happening. We see Najee Marshall here as well. So, yeah, questions with Big V and Najee. It'll be interesting. Boy, I just love how Najee been playing this season and Vale's been playing. I hate to break it up, but like the like like y'all elegantly placed it out there. You can't keep everybody. And some no. tough decisions have to be made, man. So we'll see what the Pelicans do tomorrow, man. We being selfish, man. We denying Najee the chance to ball. <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you look at um like you know, the better teams in the league or top tier teams. You know, I they've been better than the Pills for the most part as far as the way that they've been playing. But even they're making changes to their rosters, and they have a solid roster. So, I mean, that's just 
I mean, in order to win in this league, you got to be proactive. That's why you can't fall in love with players because it's like the goal is to try to win. I mean, it's a business. And I think sometimes, like, you know, with the Pels, I think they're really trying to push over a family and different things like that. That's great, but it's still a business. And so, you know, you got to you gotta try to find ways to get better. And, you know, if other, if you're not being proactive, then that means you're being reactive. And if you're being reactive, then that means you're falling behind. And so that's something that the Pels don't want to do. Because while these, like, teams are always changing and adjusting to get to get better, you know, because a, a lot of these teams, they're, they're aggressive on trying to win that championship. It's like, so, again, it's almost like, well, what are the Pels trying to do? And if you ask a fan, it's like, Oh, I want to win a championship. You know what I'm saying? Now, obviously, I don't. I don't think it'll happen this year. But the goal is to to really make progress and make strides to that goal. You know, because I I I feel like that time is now. Like it, it's time to make moves because you you know, look look at the West right now. I mean, there's like what, like well before tonight, but there was like four teams tied for first place in the West. Look at the the little group that we're in. You know what I'm saying? Like look 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 at how close how close these games are. I mean, it's just it, it's not it's not a huge gap. What that that right there tells me that it's open to anybody. Like the Pels really actually have a chance. And it's like, look, don't don't look down like, oh, you know, we'll get it next year. Oh, you know, we'll get it the year after that. Oh, you know, no, we'll look at it three years down the road. No, it's like there's a possible chance that you can get a few pieces, you know, to help us win and, and get in like the now mode instead of let's wait and see. Let's wait some more. You know what? I think we'll wait another year. Why? You know, it, it, it's close right now. And not to mention, you know, guys are healthy. So why not? Indeed. Indeed. We got to stay ahead of that thing, man. And you're right, Lex. Um, we can't, you know, our ascension, well, watching the Pelicans, our ascension was kind of robbed from us because of the injuries. Like we've seen uh, the, over the last several years, uh, they put this team together and injuries robbed them of being having a chance to play on the court. This is the first year we've actually seen them play as much time together as they've been playing. You know, uh, prior to this, it was all in theory because oh. we, could, we couldn't get them here. So we didn't have that. Like that. We got a physical therapist. That's right. Shout out to Amy. She was sitting there. Finally. Outside. Yes. And then we get <laughs> another one next year. She's crazy, man. In-house. That's insane. But anyway, yeah. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all being here. Y'all do me a service, man. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, yes, indeed. One of the family members did. Uh, Dan mentioned uh, Carlo Metkovic, who the Pelicans planning to bring over to uh, we'll see how they work him into it, man. But yes, something's going on. His move from Europe here now 
and the Pelicans trade rumors around Jonas and what they do there. I had this, uh, we'll see what happens with that, man. Uh, but uh, this is something that came from Yahoo Sports. They made mention of the fact that the Pel- about the potential trade or just what it would take for the Pelicans. And D.C. talked about it, that they really not asking for a ton of stuff for him. They want several picks, first-round draft picks. Pelicans do, do have a lot of picks, so they can throw that in the deal. But what players are you adding? Obviously, they made mention of Valachunas, and they said perhaps a guy, a player like Dyson Daniels. They don't believe that the Pelicans, and I would definitely say they won't, turn over Herb Jones or Trey Murphy or Jordan Hawkins. So if you give them a starter like Jonas and perhaps Dyson Daniels and those picks, could that be enough for DeJounte Murray? So uh, that that will be very intriguing to see if the Pelicans can pull a draft day surprise like that and then go about how they address the center position. Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how it all shakes up, man, and how it goes and how Metkovic fits all into this whole little uh, circle of confusion, man. So we don't have to wait long to get the answers to some of these questions, family. Like I said, man, uh, at some point, um, the Pelicans uh, realize, man, that we got to make a move. We got to do something. But we'll figure that out tomorrow, man. So listen, fam, that's all we got for tonight. We appreciate you guys staying up late with us. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. By all means, feel free to share the show on your social media feed. PPR, we in this thing representing the, the number one independent, longest running Pelican pod in the building. We do this. 117-106 Pelicans taking care of business against a very good Clipper club out in their building. And we, and of course the next matchup is Friday against LeBron's Lakers and uh, Anthony Davis, them on the back on the second of a back to back. So for them, that'll be fun as the Pelicans have and might have an advantage there. We'll see. But anyway, uh, shout out to the fam and uh, listen, we're going to pop up. Perhaps we'll do something. I'm going to see if I can get with uh, Lex in DC and see, about if something happens with the Pelicans, we'll pop up and see maybe uh, see if we can do a stream tomorrow to recap if the Pelicans go based on what they do tomorrow. We'll you know we'll we'll see what we got what we can do here. But anyway, uh, y'all hit the notification bell, hit the like button as well, and we're gonna holler at y'all on the flip side. Y'all get y'all some rest. <laughs> we gonna see y'all later. Much love and go Pels. Show us the edge, the chip on the shoulders, the fight and the passion that comes from within. Try to win on every level. Yeah, expectations high. Gotta show 'em you can fly. Play harder, better, smarter, baby. Put the league on notice. See the walk of winning time to come up.
merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.